you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, boys and girls. How are we doing today? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead, hit subscribe, turn on the post bell notifications. New episodes drop every Thursday. It's free to stream wherever you get your podcasts. So, There's really no excuse. Stay up to date, mamas. Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the reviews. Thank you. Okay, let's get into it. So, I'm having a great week. I just want to revisit last week's episode. Uh, I did expose some motherfuckers in the locker room. And uh, if you missed the TikTok, I did have somebody, I'm assuming one of those men, reach out to me on my Instagram and basically threaten me with a lawyer because they were recorded without consent. And uh, yeah, tough fucking titties, bitch. If you don't want to be exposed for being a piece of shit, maybe don't be a piece of shit. I don't know. Crazy concept, right? So, yeah, um, one of them reached out to me threatening. I should have beat your ass while threatening me with a lawyer. So I don't really know uh, where they thought they were going to get with that. I I know a lot of people try to use those scare tactics. Bitch, you can't even afford a lawyer unless you want to hit up the lawyer that's in the the, uh, voice memo as well, threatening to choke a bitch out. So that I'm sure that'll end well for everyone involved. But uh, yeah, so that was very cute and gorgeous. And ironically, I did run into I mean, I've told I told y'all I've seen these people in there many, 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 many times. But I didn't really go to the gym for a few days in between, not for any other reason other than the fact that I've just been fucking lazy and all over the place. But 
I I did kind of start slacking on the gym and I'm now trying to fully commit going back to it every single day, at least five days a week. And uh, anyways, so I went two days in a row and I saw um, the one who had said um, that he needed to leave. Otherwise, he was going to get a hate crime or didn't didn't want to get a hate crime, some shit like that. I saw him yesterday and I saw the lawyer. The lawyer came out of the shower, saw me and like shook his head. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. And then the other guy who said something about the hate crime sat beside me in the sauna and I caught him filming my feet. In an, I'm, I'm assuming a non-sexual way, uh, but I did just get my toes done. They are painted white. You know what they say, white toes, good pussy. So I catch him. Now, some may say I'm reaching. I can't be 100%, but um, to paint you guys the scene, y'all, y'all be the judge. Verdict, sound off in the comments, the reviews, please and thank you. Um, I was sitting there in the sauna and I catch him. He's got his phone pointed at a weird angle. So it's obviously not filming his face and he's not looking directly down at his screen because of the angle that his phone was cocked at. He had it angled at a weird angle and he did his finger in an upward motion pressing the screen, which we all know if you like, you know, go upward on your screen while you're filming something, it's zooming in. And so I I saw him do that uh, for like 10 seconds. And then I guess he didn't realize he had his volume up. So immediately after what I saw or what I perceived as him filming my feet, immediately an audio started playing something about like something about dick. Like I like dick, some rap song about dick, some, some girl talking about dick, whatever. And he like immediately jerked his phone and like turned the volume down. But then he started laughing, watching back whatever he just filmed. So my perception, again, I can't be 100% uh, too sure, but it did look like he was filming my feet and like making fun of me because he like filmed some of the uh, like the sauna. So it looked like I'm just this faggot in the men's sauna or this girl in the men's sauna or whatever. And yeah, it's just so funny to me. Like, bitch, you, you're getting a cackle out of this, but my feet look very cute and gorgeous, bitch. Gel toenails, manicured, clean, not ashy, bitch, you can't relate. Anyways, so yeah, that was, you know, interesting. But other than that, I did get some extensions. I was very excited about that. I did post a TikTok. I've since taken it down because people, it's becoming very obvious that a lot of people will comment uh, on a video that they only watched 10 seconds of. So they didn't finish watching the whole video because I made it abundantly clear in the video Um I had put these extensions in. I bought these 24-inch human Remy extensions off Amazon. Sunny hair. Not sponsored. Not partnered. Uh, just feel like you have to always put that disclaimer out there nowadays because people just assume you mention a product, you're obviously partnered, and you're getting some... I'm, no, this is fully a purchase I made with my own money, and I'm getting nothing for speaking on it. But anyways, um, I bought these 24-inch extensions from sunny hair off amazon they had like a really good deal and amazon also had like a 25 percent off coupon for whatever reason i guess for prime members and so i got a, a hell of a deal i know extensions human extensions especially long ones like that can be expensive as fuck so i, I got a hell of a deal on the 24 inches i think i paid like 110 dollars after the discount and then the uh, coupon I had and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, so I paid a hundred bucks. I put them in on TikTok and obviously in the TikTok I mentioned like, oh, I just want to see the inches. Like I, I didn't, 
Like I wasn't really installing them to go out in public. So my natural hair is curly and this particular uh, uh, distributor didn't have wavy or curly hair. So I had to get the straight pack of um, black. But um, yeah, I put them in and it was very obvious that it was an extension because my natural hair has wave and a little bit of curl to it and some body. And then these extensions were just straight. So um, I took the video down because everybody was like, oh, my God, it looks so blunt. Like you can see your hair. You need to straighten your hair. You need to dye your hair because my hair was like faded from black to brown. I haven't dyed it in a long time because, you know, I mentioned a little alopecia moment. I didn't want to dye it. I I was scared that it was going to affect it. But I even mentioned in the video, I'm going to dye my hair and better install these. So whatever. I took the video down. But... It was a little too blunt, the difference in my hair length and the extensions. And so I ordered another pack. I ordered two more packs of different lengths. So I have a 24-inch extensions. I have 22-inch and a 20-inch. And my hair is like naturally, um, my length is like 16 inches. So I got all those packs. And today, or I dyed my hair the other day. I'm actually re-dyeing my hair right now because I missed a few spots. Oopsies. So I'm going to take a little break in a second and go wash it all out so I don't fry my hair off. But um, I dyed my hair to match the extensions. And I got the three packs. So I have uh, lots of layers. I'm obviously not going to put all 21 clips in my head because that would just be crazy madness but today i did straighten my hair before um doing a little test trial install again but with the various lengths so i installed all three of the four clips on the back of my head of all three lengths the 24 the 22 and the 20 and then on the sides i put two three clips and two two clips of the shortest pack. So I still only had seven clips in my head. Um, but yeah, each pack had seven clips a piece, one, four, two, three, two, two, and two ones. So I didn't use any of the one clips at all. Maybe I will when I do like a full install. But when all was said and done, my hair had lots of body dimension layers. It looked so seamless and so natural. These were seamless clip-ins. And I called all my friends. I called Tasia. I'm like, bitch. Is it giving track city, track, track city, bitch? She's like, oh my God, it looks like your real hair. It looks natural. All my friends were like, oh my God, bitch, it looks way better than that video. Bitch, did you finish watching the video? Because I clearly said this was not a real install. Like, be fucking for real. I would not leave the house with my hair curly and these straight extensions, obviously way longer than my hair. So I did buy the other packs, like I said. And uh, now once I straightened my hair, dyed it the same color and put the different links in, it looked so seamless, so beautiful, so full, so long. And I just felt so pussy, so gorgeous. I felt like my little pony. Um, I'm really excited about that. So enough about the extensions. Um, Sunny hair, if, if y'all are interested. A lot of y'all were asking in the comments, oh my God, where'd you get this? Where'd you get them? Uh, sunny hair. Uh, but I also ordered me two Coach bags. Coach right now, again, not partnered, not sponsored. Coach is having like a huge end of summer deal, 70% off a lot of their bags. And I found this cute pride 
fanny pack. It has rainbow seas all over it. And I got that for like 60 bucks. And if you spend like 150, you would get an extra $20 off. So they had these crazy deals. And then I also got the 20 uh, percent or the $20 off. But I also got this big square quilted leather bag. It's like a metallic purple with silver hardware. Oh my God. It is so gorgeous. I am gagged. I'm gagged. But with the coupons and everything, I paid like one thirty for both of these bags. And originally, at original price, they would have been like nine hundred bucks. So eight eight something and some change before tax, whatever. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. But I'm so obsessed. I'm so obsessed. And I love a deal. Like, I love a designer, but bitch, I'm not paying full designer price. I mean, somebody will, but <laughs> Kamisha Reynolds, no, ma'am. So I got my coach bag today in the mail. I was so happy about that. I'm live, laugh, loving them. And life is just perfect. It's just so great, so gorgeous. And yeah, I got to tone it down, though, with the spending because bitch, I'm getting a little crazy. I have these manic moments where I'm like, bye, 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 bye. And I get it. And I'm like, okay, this is great. But um, really didn't need to do that. And this is not news to y'all. Y'all have been keeping up for a while now. This is an issue that I've had ongoing. But um, yeah, now I'm having to come back down to planet Earth and uh, dial back into some more reasonable spending. But yeah. um. Let's talk about pet peeves. Okay. I have a major pet peeve 
you would think this would be common sense, but I, I, I rarely see it practiced commonly. And it blows my mind how somebody will stand in a checkout line watching multiple people in front of them be rang up. They watch every one of their items individually rang up one by one. And they're in a fucking daze, a fucking daze until the cashier's like, your total is beep, beep, boop. And then it's like, oh, I have to pay. Now you're digging in this. Mary Poppins tote that leads to fucking Narnia for two minutes, everyone behind you, their blood is boiling, the cashier's blood is boiling, and you are sweating bullets, an anxious hot mess looking for this wallet, digging past God only knows what, your fucking makeup bag, your your packs of gum, your uh, checkbook, your fucking high school yearbook, your firstborn's placenta, whatever the fuck else you got up in there, you're digging, digging, digging. And yeah, it's just so unnecessary. We do this every day of our lives. We pay for things every single day. And these people act like this is their first time using a checkout line. And it blows my fucking mind every time. And some may say you're impatient as fuck. And you know what? I'll give it to you. I am a bit impatient. I have worked on patience. Patience is a virtue. It is difficult. But when there's people just being dumb and wasting unnecessary time for no reason, especially when it could easily be avoided and navigated around, that shit just blows my fucking mind. If something is like, you know, like it's just taking time and like it, it is what it is and there's just no way around it, I can practice patience. But fuck, bitch, you check out every day of your life. So prepare to pay. Prepare to fucking pay. And then somebody comment. I made a TikTok about this. Somebody commented and was like, just be glad you don't have to deal with people writing checks anymore. Baby, if you are one of those dinosaurs still writing checks, go ahead and get that checkbook the fuck out while your items are being rang up. Go ahead and write the check out to Target or wherever you're shopping. Sign it and everything. Date it. And then at the very end, when the total is announced, go ahead and fill out the total line. Boom. Why are why are you waiting to the very last moment? Especially you ladies, men, men do it too. But men usually just have like a wallet in their back pocket and their their debit card is easily accessible. But even y'all pull that fucking wallet out, bitch. You know, you're going to have to fucking pay. But women especially will have these big ass bags, which is OK, queen. We like to carry stuff around for convenience. But, you know, that it is a fucking nightmare searching for anything when you need it. So if you know that to be true, go ahead and get your fucking money and your legal tender ready to pay. Click up your Apple Pay ready to fucking tap the screen, bitch. Whatever, whatever your form of payment, coins, cash, debit card, check, whatever it is, bitch, get the shit ready because it makes my blood fucking boil. I'm waiting in line the other day at Target and this woman is taking her sweet ass time searching for her wallet and her big ass tote bag. And I'm like, oh my God, bitch. Really? I'm over there like swaying my hips, like leaned on one side, huffing and puffing, moving to the other side. The person behind me also rolling their eyes. The cashier, I see they're just standing there awkwardly looking annoyed as fuck. And you're over there a nervous, hot, hot mess trying to get your fucking wallet. Bitch, act like you have some fucking sense. Use the sense God gave you. Fuck. Anyways, um, 
I'm going to go wash this dye out of my hair before my hair fries off. And uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm back. My hair is still intact. And very beautiful, might I add. Uh-huh. <gasps> okay, let's see. What else can I talk about today? Oh, I got a new tattoo. I am so obsessed with this tattoo. I uh, can't rem remember if I talked about it before getting it, but... um. Whatever. I did get a Cupid on my chest. A evil Cupid. I am getting their good twin diagonal to the placement I have. I have it right now, the evil one, in the middle of my chest, uh, pointing towards my heart. And the good one is going to be diagonal up towards my shoulder, pointing down at my heart. You know, good and bad Cupid fighting over my heart. And, you know, I know a lot of people get like the angel and the devil and that's kind of, you know, pretty basic and Cupid can be a little basic too, but I've never really seen, I'm sure it exists out there because everything has been done already. Okay. No one's innovative anymore, but, um, I haven't really seen and couldn't really find any images of some, somebody having a good versus a bad Cupid. So I wanted it to be a little more, um, you know, love related instead of so general, like good versus bad. So I did get the evil Cupid and I am so obsessed with it. I'm so obsessed with this tattoo artist. Um, my ex <laughs> put me onto him and I'm so, so fucking grateful for that because I think I have found my permanent go-to tattoo artist. I have a lot of tattoos now, 25, six, something like that. And I am still in the process of getting two of them lasered off uh, that I absolutely hate and regret. But every other tattoo of mine, with the exception of maybe like two, could use some touch-ups, could use some altering, some, um, you know, some assistance, if you will. Prior to making money on the internet, when I was just serving tables, I didn't really have the funds to go and spend a lot of money on tattoos. I should have really thought about that and just avoided getting tattoos, period. But I was so eager to be tatted. So I did go to some shitty tattoo shops, unfortunately. And I got some tattoos that I'm not the most proud of. And fortunately, though, most of them are salvageable. Uh, they're not really bad they're just like missing some shading or there's like a little wompy curve that could be easily fixed up like if I put a flower there to fix it like all all of it with the exception of the two that I'm having removed everything else can be saved thank you Jesus hallelujah so when I went to this artist um we really vibed and I've been to a lot of different tattoo shops and a lot of them are very pretentious and they turn their nose up to people who, I don't know, maybe not just people like me, but they turn their nose up to a lot of people for whatever reason. And from the moment that this guy greeted me and I sat down um, with him, he was just so welcoming and so open-minded. And like, he is a straight man. He's like, wears skirts. Like his style is so cool. And yeah, he's just so dope. I love him. And I got ta uh, this tattoo from him. He gave me a great deal. Um, and it looks so good. It is hands down the best 
piece of art I have on my body. And I love the fact that it didn't just feel transactional. Like many of my other tattoos, I've went in and given them an idea or given them a photo and they'll either print up the exact photo or they won't really put their twists or their their art style onto it. And so it feels very transactional. Whereas with this guy, I told him what I wanted. I gave him a reference and, you know, I, I kind of helped him out a bit. Like I, I, I took matters into my own hand. I got on PixArt and I took a photo of my chest. I had gotten these like cherubs and I placed them where I wanted them. So I gave him a good reference, gave him some time, a few days, and he fully drew up the most beautiful evil Cupid way better than I could have imagined or expected. And I'm so obsessed with it. And like his line work is impeccable. His shading is so beautiful. His detailing is just out of this fucking world. And I didn't know until I was halfway done with this tattoo that he's actually like a really famous sought after tattoo artist. So I feel honored that one he was giving me such a good rate and two that he freed up his time for me. Like I, I went with my ex, my ex was getting a tattoo and I had kind of told him based off of the tattoos my ex had, I'm like, I really love your work so far. I love your shop. I love like his booth was set up so beautifully. He had this great artwork that he come to find out painted and constructed the fucking frames for. He's just an artist all around. He makes music also. But um, I was like, damn, like I really am going to have to, get an uh get an appointment with you because I am itching for some ink. It's been a while and you are blowing my mind right now. And he really liked me. He really liked my vibe. We had a great conversation and he was like, I will clear out my schedule for you because I love this idea and I'm very excited about it. So it felt more like a collaboration rather than a transaction, which was just so beautiful. And the whole time, like often, you know, you might vibe a little bit with a with an artist, but like mid tattoo you've ran out of conversation and it starts getting awkward or like you know there's like a like a weird tension and no not with this guy whatsoever he was so just like eager to see it to completion and to do it and do it to the best of his ability and i couldn't be happier with this tattoo so i am on tuesday going to get the twin he also touched up my i have this letter the the last letter my mother wrote me on my chest a lot of the letters faded a little bit, and he just went ahead and touched that up. He's going to fix all of my other tattoos. Um, I have this face tattoo of this little twinkle that I'm a little unhappy with, but again, it's another one that could easily be salvaged. He's going to fix it. I think I'm going to add a crescent moon around it. Not quite sure. Either I'm going to add more twinkles or a crescent moon. Whatever. We're going to figure it out. But he was so excited to continue working with me and working together and I love his art style and I love the fact that like it's his actual one of a kind original art you know like I said like a lot of the other pieces I've had like these these artists they don't really put their twist on it and when I first started getting tattoos I didn't really know tattoo etiquette but um if this is all news to you well I mean it was news to me once upon a time, too. I didn't really know that a lot of artists didn't like just kind of copy and pasting a, a picture that you brought them. And so over time, I realized, like, I, I, I saw, like, several videos of people talking about tattoo etiquette, and it made sense. Like, a real artist will 
be proud of their work and they'll take your reference. They'll take their your idea and try to build something that is in their art style. So it's best if you find an artist whose style you really vibe with so that when you bring them an idea, it's not going to be exactly the replica of what you bring to them. So um, I gave him some cherubs. They weren't quite cupids, but I, I, I wanted them to be cupids. And they don't look anything like the reference. It was just like a good like a good reference for the placement aspect. But the art itself is 100% original and in his style. And I love his style. So I'm excited for him to go over all of my other tattoos and give them new life. Um, he was so chill, so kind. And yeah, I could go on and on again about him. I am going to gatekeep him because... Um, you know, a good artist is hard to come by and he do be booked and busy. And I did share the photo and tagged him on my Instagram. So if you saw that on my story the other day, congratulations, but I will be gatekeeping him. I don't gatekeep anything else, but I will be gatekeeping my artist because I want him all to myself. Tattoo speaking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't wait for this new journey of inking my body if you will. Um, what else? What else? Okay, I want to have a conversation. And, you know, I know this topic may be a little redundant. And I do know, I am aware that a lot of my listeners did come from season one when it was me and Tasia. And I do know Tasia has a wider reach. And a lot of people there were probably there just for her. So if you've continued to listen to just me, I do greatly appreciate you 100%. But if me talking about sexuality and religion and, you know, conversations of the such, if it does bother you, just go ahead and tune out because I, I, it's, this is who I am. This is my show at this point. It's been my show now for an entire year. So, um, yeah, I just don't want to bore some people or offend some people. I, I don't really care if I offend you, but like if you are getting annoyed, like spare my reviews. Don't 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 come for me, okay? Because you've you you've gotta know this is my show at this point. So I'm going to talk about things that are relevant to me. Anyways, with that little disclaimer out of the way, um a friend of mine posted a video. And she is a trans girly who started hormones and transitioning early on. And uh, this is an age-old conversation argument. But um, I saw her video. She posted a video basically uh, mocking people who say, like, you know, dating a trans woman makes you gay. So I want to talk about that. Because I, I commented on the video. So this is my... These are my thoughts and opinions. If you think otherwise, whatever, that's fine. That is the beauty of... Being an individual, you are allowed individual thoughts and ideas. But hear me out at least, okay? I, I look at everything as a spectrum. Everything really, if you think about everything, just about every notion, every illness, every mental illness, every sexuality, everything is all a spectrum, okay? No two people are exactly alike. We all vary in different ways. We all have different amounts of different things, you know? It, it just is what it is. And so, to me, sexuality and uh gender identity, it's all about energy. It's always been a spectrum to me. 
And I think what it really boils down to is you have masculine and feminine. You have the dominant and the submissive. And I I think a lot of people get so caught up in labeling everything and everybody and putting everybody in boxes, generalizing everything for their comfort and their satisfaction. And so oftentimes you'll see a, like people claim this guy is gay because he was involved with a trans person or he had, you know, like a one-off interaction, experience, sexual awakening moment, whatever, with a male or what have you. And they'll like invalidate bisexuality, pansexuality. But the thing is, is like, if a man is having relations with a cis woman and he so happens to have a relationship or a sexual experience with a trans woman or a non-binary person or even a femme boy, a, a gay femme boy, that doesn't make him gay. Especially if he's continuing on to date around and and have other sexcapades with cis women. Like, how can you say this man is gay when he clearly prefers women? And trans women at the end of the day are women. They might have some extra pieces and might be built a little bit differently. But it's at the end of the day, to me, how I see it is it's all about energy. It really is. Because any straight man who will argue against this, either one, they're in denial, they're lying, or they're basically just flat out saying, in other words, I am only attracted and interested in vagina. And if that's the case, then women watch out because he's he don't give a fuck about your mental state and your wants, your desires, your needs and whatnot. He's only there for your vagina. And so if a man is more open-minded to being... uh involved with a trans person or a non-binary person like myself or a femme gay boy or whoever, it doesn't make him gay, okay? Um, because at the end of the day, like I said, it's all about energy. And men love to dominate. A masculine, heteronormative man loves to dominate. He loves femininity. And so if there is a femme person, it's not very far-fetched for him to be attracted to it. My experience, my personal experience with men is I've mostly only been involved and dated previously straight or straight presenting or straight uh, identifying men. I've never, I literally have never been involved with a gay man, or with a gay man, period. I have not. And so when I go out in public, just me being me, bare face, hair down, what have you, just dressing in my natural state, I do intrigue a lot of men. And a lot of these men will approach me and they are intrigued. They are confused by their attraction towards me and they don't really understand it. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the energy, the way I present, the way I carry myself, the way I interact, engage, uh, my image, my hair, my beauty, whatever, you know, that's what it boils down to. They see me as a submissive feminine person. So they like the energy at the end of the day. It's not the fact that I have a dick that it, that it sparked their interest in me. It's because of how I present and my energy, point blank, period. And so when you have a trans woman um, who is feminine 
and presents and walks, talks, acts, and is a woman at the end of the day, it's not very unlikely for a straight man to take interest and take notice of their beauty and to find sexual chemistry and sexual attraction to this woman. It's it's just not very <clears throat> hard to wrap your mind around. It's It's really easy. And believe it or not, a lot of men, I've overheard men, I've known men to say this aloud, they, a lot of men prefer anal sex, TMI, if this is offending anyone, I'm so sorry, but a lot of men do prefer anal sex. You'll hear women, I mean, most of my friends are women, so I've heard a lot of women say like, oh my God, my boyfriend, he's always asking me to fuck me in the ass. I've heard men firsthand say, yeah, I prefer to fuck my bitch in the ass. It's tight or whatever, whatever. Sorry for the gruesome details, but just to give you guys some perspective, most men do enjoy and engage in anal sex. And if they are fucking a cis woman in the ass, well, an ass is an ass. A woman's ass is not built any different than a man's ass, a trans woman's ass, a non-binary's ass. Like, ass is ass. At the end of the day, they all work and function the same way. So, if a man is engaging in anal sex with a cis woman, it's really not that different fucking a feminine boy or a trans person or a non-binary person because if a man likes a woman's ass you know generally speaking you know women not everybody you don't have to follow these uh stereotypes or you don't have to follow these norms whatever uh but most women they are you know shaven smooth silky skin and whatnot and if a man is feminine or a trans woman has a very similar ass, it's not unlikely for a man to want to dominate it. You know, maybe this is TMI. Maybe this is a little too much for some people, but let's really talk about it. So does it make a man gay for being involved with somebody like me or a trans woman? No, absolutely not. Um, and I think it's very ignorant to think that way because at the end of the day, it's all about energy. So when I've argued in the past about like, well, I've only been involved with straight men, people are like, no, he's gay. He's gay. No, he has a track record of only being with cis women. And he went on to be with more cis women. And yeah, most of them do come back around town. But it's not because I have a dick. Does that mean that they all don't engage with my dick? No, most of them do, especially because I put my foot the fuck down. I know a lot of trans women and a lot of non-binary people, submissive femme beings, anyone who falls under that umbrella often will not bring attention to their dick. They will not encourage a man to engage with their dick. They will almost try to pretend they don't have one or look past it. And me personally, me personally, that is not the case. Everybody's different. But in my experience with all of my trans friends, my non-binary friends, anyone who follows under the submissive femme umbrella, I personally have never known one of them to not like having their dick, you know, sucked, serviced, if you will, played with. Uh, I know I'm getting really sexual, but I'm just trying to like, 
open up a conversation and give people perspective. Um, it is unfortunate that a lot of trans people deal with gender dysphoria and body dysmorphia and, you know, all these things. But in my experience, most of them, even though they don't feel like a man and they are tr a trans woman and they are valid in their womanhood, um, they do, most of them still do have penises. And those who do, often, most of them do enjoy the way it feels. I mean, it is a sexual organ at the end of the day. And a lot of straight men, a lot of men who have tried to engage with me or engage with any of my friends, a lot of them are under the assumption that we don't like getting head or getting our dicks stimulated, if you will. Uh, but that's just not the case. Now, like I said, most of us will not bring attention to it because they fear that it makes them less of a woman or it makes them appear too masculine or dominant or too assertive. But that's just not the case. Me personally, I am my own individual. I am very blunt about this whole topic. And I know it has cost me a lot of relationships. It has cost me some entanglements, some fun in the past, if you will. But I am not going to deal with anyone who is looking past parts of my body. If you are interested in me, you have to be interested in all of me. Otherwise, you're getting none of me. Okay. Now, I know that might like maybe contradict my argument earlier. Like, does it make a, a man gay? No, it doesn't. Because if a man is into me, he's not into me because I have a dick. I just so happen to have a dick. Now, if you are somebody who has a track record and a history of seeking out trans people, non-binary people, femme people with dicks, then it is safe to say to some degree you are queer. Um, I wouldn't say that a man who has previously only been with cis women and may have had a relationship or some relations with a trans woman one time or maybe twice in his life and went on to continue on with cis women, that would not make a man queer, in my opinion, because it just so happened that that woman had a dick. But if you are seeking out trans people specifically, either you are fetishizing trans people or you are a little queer and it's time to sit down and look yourself in the mirror and face the music, baby. You like dick in the ass, then you are on the queer spectrum. Um, now, if you are straight and you involved, you got involved you know, a one-off or something, you're just a little more open-minded, I would say. You know, maybe a little curious, whatever. But that wouldn't really make a man gay. But anyways, um, a lot of trans women, a lot of trans people, non-binary, femme, submissive individuals, anyone who follows fa falls under that umbrella will often avoid conversation and attention to their tics because they fear that it'll run a man off. And most of us deal primarily with straight men, straight identifying previously straight men. And that's just not something that they have a lot of experience with. And a lot of men, most men are very prideful and like they will get involved with trans women. They will involve themselves with myself. And uh, they feel like, oh, well, you know, it's not really gay because I'm just fucking somebody in the ass. But like, I could not give you head. I can't give this woman head because that would make me gay. 
well, baby, if you're not there to complete the job, then get the fuck out. There are plenty of cis women out there who are just as eager and willing to have sex with you, I'm sure. Um, so if you are involving yourself with trans women or non-binary people or anybody that falls under the feminine sub submissive umbrella, you need to be a little more open-minded and willing to, you know, mutually reciprocate. Because most likely she's not going to take that initiative because she doesn't want to appear a certain way. But at the end of the day, she still does have a dick. And she might not announce to you and may not bring attention to it and may not fill you in. And so a lot of these guys will assume uh, that they don't like having dicks or and maybe they don't like having a dick, but they ex have accepted the fact they have a dick. Um, but yeah, a lot of these men think that they don't enjoy getting head or whatnot. That's not the case. They do have a dick at the end of the day. It is deserving of stimulation. It is a sexual organ. So engage with it. Point blank, period. I personally will not give my time to a man who is not open-minded enough to engage with all of my body. I'm just not going to do it. Um, if you're open-minded enough to involve yourself with me, then open your mind up a little bit more, baby, because it's not going to make you gay because you went all the way with me, you know? Like, I'm, to be frank, like, I'm not a top. So, like, these men are not really getting fucked in the ass, but, like, I do have a dick. Like, you would eat a woman's pussy all day and all night, but you're not willing to, like, give this beautiful, gorgeous goddess head because I have a dick? It's a gorgeous, gorgeous smooth, clean, beautiful, aesthetic dick, bitch. You better. Otherwise, you're not getting anything. Point blank, period. Anyways, this just turned into a whole sexual conversation, and I do apologize for the TMI and whatnot, but I'm just trying to give people perspective and have uncomfortable conversations because a lot of people don't, and I, I was really, you know, I saw that video the other day my friend posted. I jumped in the comments and it just opened up a conversation and I wanted to speak on it because it is a relatable topic to me and a lot of trans and queer people. So to sum all of that nonsense up, getting involved with a trans person or a femme submissive person does not necessarily inherently make a man gay. At the end of the day, trans women specifically are still women. If they have a dick, they're still a woman. If it walks and talks like a duck, it's a duck. Maybe they don't have periods in a uterus, but they're still womanly. They're still a woman and valid in their womanhood, whether you want to accept that or not. And if a man so happens to get involved with them, that does not make him gay. Period. So um, sexuality is a spectrum. It's all about energy. If a man, which most men do, like submissive feminine beings, it's really not that hard to wrap your mind around them getting involved with somebody like me. So, there's that. If you are a man who is getting involved with trans women, non-binary people, let's just go ahead and throw that assumption out the window that they don't want their dicks engaged with because at the end of the day, you have one yourself. You know what you like. You know how it feels. And if you're going to... Involve yourself with them. Go ahead and take that initiative and be a little more assertive because most likely she is not going to be. She's scared that it's going to deter you or run you off. 
Um, yeah. And there's that. Anyways, I need to go to the gym. I need to take my fat ass to the fucking gym. And I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten today yet. So, um, I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, stay cute and gorgeous. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.